Welcome to Super Familiar with the Wilsons. My name is Josh Wilson. I'm Amanda Wilson. And it is Christmas. It is the holiday season. It's actually Christmas Eve. As they say in the UK, happy Christmas, friends. We have a little quiz here, a little fun quiz that that I'm going to bestow upon Amanda. Now, I had started to make this a quiz about origins of Christmas traditions, right? That's what I told you I was Mm -hmm. going to do. So I went and I looked up where all of the things came from. And basically, the story of Christmas, at least in the United States or in Western culture, is that Christianity appropriated a bunch of pagan rituals and made it their own, and that's why we have Christmas. That's just cool. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you have more things? I, yeah, I mean, yes, but that's for a different podcast. <laughs> is it? I think it's, it would be for this podcast. I mean, what I was going to say is that's not surprising and doesn't that happen with a lot of other holidays as well? Christian holidays? Roman well, Christian holidays? East, Easter. Easter, too, has is, is been... Birthed from a pagan holiday. Yes. I don't know which one. I just know that that is the case and there were palm fronds or something. <laughs> I also learned from friends that the Christmas tree dates back to like a long time ago and then putting the palm trees up and then people got mad at Ross because he was telling a really long story and I forgot the rest of it. So there you go. Super compelling. Well, it's interesting because modern Christmas trees originated, they say, during the Renaissance um, in early modern Germany. And they say the decorated Christmas trees came from the Protestant minister Martin Luther when he was walking along and he said, I'm going to put some candles in a tree. Why did he? I don't know. I don't know how true that situation is. It seems if you've ever lit a Christmas tree on fire... You know that putting candles in a in any sort of pine tree is or fir tree is a really bad idea. So I'm not sure the veracity of that. I also know that to the victor goes the spoils. And so whoever wrote that history, I kind of decided to ignore the fact that the idea of trees being sacred or holy and, and trees being made as important symbols in society dates way back to, to ancient um, ancient times. Um, not just starting during the Renaissance because of Martin Luther. So then there's that. Well, and doesn't it seem that if we were going to hold the tree sacred, we wouldn't kill it? (laughs) Sure. Yeah. I mean, that makes no sense to me. But I do know that the candles in the Christmas tree, actual live candles, is a German tradition. Now they have the ones that you clip on and they're um, battery operated. But could you imagine if I were to have lived in this time where you put actual fire onto a Christmas tree? It would have ended very badly. Also, I can imagine now. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Amanda's (laughs) first and last Christmas celebration. That's right. Um, Also, uh, good thing I didn't live in Sweden 100 years ago when the celebration of Santa Lucia involved actual candles on the head, not the battery powered ones we have for for our eldest daughter. (laughs) A thing that she doesn't want to do anymore. She's 14. Ain't no way she's going to put four battery powered (laughs) candles on her head and prance around giving us surf drumming or whatever else. No, I'm not surf drumming wrong. Saffron buns, luskater. And uh, no, I asked her this year if she would beat Sansa Lucia and she said absolutely not and walked out of the room. So that was definitive. Uh, Not even Swedish am I, but she is on her father's side of the family. So I have always celebrated it for her, but she seems to maybe not be enjoying it anymore. And, you know, they do have the boy version of that, and it's called the Star Boy, which he follows behind the Lucha. And uh, we could get the four-year-old to do that, except it's tall, white, pointy hats, and I just don't feel like I could do that right now, ever. Well, I feel like you're going to kill this quiz that we're about to do because you've actually ruined one of the questions (laughs) just now. (laughs) 
So this is Christmas celebrations, traditional Christmas celebrations throughout the world. Now, what I will do is I will read a description of an aspect of the celebration in a different country or a different place, and I'll give you four uh, options as to what country or place that may be, and you tell me what you think it is. And what I'm going to want to do is I'm going to want to hear your reasoning here. Let's make this interesting. My answer is Sweden. All right. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. So first up, the traditional Christmas meal in this country is mince pies, turkey, gammon, beef tongue, turducken, corned beef, green salad, roast beef, or a barbecue outdoors. I like how they threw green salad in there. The meal is finished with Christmas pudding, ice cream, or trifle. Christmas crackers are used to make noise. Is that in Scotland, South Africa, Poland, or New Zealand? Okay, so here's here's my confusion with this because the, the traditional Christmas meal sounded a lot like what they do in Britain, right? So I would have said somewhere in the UK. Uh, but then I started thinking, well, they're taking a, a, a turn with the green salad and the ice cream, so maybe this is Australia because... Again, we're born from the British Isles, but now they live in Australia, where it is summer during Christmas. Um, that is not a choice for me, so I'm going to go to the next-door neighbor and say New Zealand. New Zealand, uh, the next-door neighbor of Australia. This is, you know, you were on the right track, actually, with... Uh, did the Christmas cracker also make you think Well, Britain? but that's also a very British thing, so right, it's that's Scotland. What I'm so, no, it's South Africa, which... Oh. Oh, Most yeah. things, you know, were colonized by by Britain way long time ago, and so come that's, on, Britain. <laughs> well, I mean, it's no longer. Um, so South Africa, and despite uh, Christmas occurring at the height of the Southern Hemisphere summer, wintry motifs are common to the celebration in South Africa. So very, very interesting to me. I wonder if it's they... kind of like here in Florida, where we, right. you know, have Christmas cards with snow on them. Well, so a little Florida story really quickly for those of you who do not live in um, a southern uh, environment. It, it froze here uh, last week, and Josh scraped the window, and so we had some ice on the window in the middle so I could take the, the kids. Car, of the car. Of the car. Of the car. Scrape the window. I just went around scraping windows, random windows, and just scraped them. That's what we do in Florida. Businesses. We scrape windows. That's our Christmas tradition. Um, so go out if you're um, not on lockdown. I just spoiled another question. If you're not on lockdown, go scrape your neighbor's windows. No, uh, the car window so I could take the children to the doctor for their well checks, and we walked outside, and there was ice all over the windshield and the four-year-old said mommy why is there sand all over the car so uh, that my friends is what a florida christmas is like he does not know from snow i didn't see snow until i was in my 20s same next a in this country a successful advertising campaign in the 1970s made eating at kfc around christmas (laughs) a national custom Mm. its chicken meals are so popular during the season that the stores take reservations months in advance Hi, I would like to reserve a seat, <laughs> a, a, a booth. A corner booth. Can, can I get a booth, please? Is that Greece, Ghana, Iceland, or Japan? It's Japan. It's a hundred percent Japan. Tell me how you know this. Because I have been to Japan. I have been to Japan in like Octoberish, where they're gearing up for Christmas, and they really very much love some KFC. And I think I remember seeing like the Santa KFC sign. Am I wrong? No, it's Japan. Yep. That's that's great. I'd love to see a Santa KFC sign. Yep. Uh, other facts about uh, Japanese Christmas. Encouraged by commerce, the secular celebration of Christmas is popular in Japan, although Christmas is not a national holiday. Gifts are sometimes exchanged, 
Parties are held around Christmas Day. Japanese Christmas cake is a white sponge cake covered with cream and decorated with... Chicken. (laughs) Strawberries. (laughs) Next. Christmas is totally banned in this country. Is it China, Saudi Arabia, Israel, or North Korea? North Korea. That is correct. Wow, you're doing really well. Well, because they just ban a lot of things in North Korea. As Christmas is totally banned in North Korea, get this, South Koreans living near the DMZ are not allowed to put up outdoor Christmas trees or decorations. So that the people from the other side of the DMZ can't see it? So they won't get cross, yeah. I mean, that's got to be a sucky place to live. Uh, I would say, you mean... uh, Near the... Like in South Korea, but like so close to the demarcation zone that you can't like... Yeah, live life. Yes, absolutely. Um, Next, from December 16th to the 24th, games are played um, in this country after having made a pinky promise, (laughs) deciding (laughs) there's more. No, who do you pinky promise with, though, Santa? No, the people that you're playing with, deciding that the prize for the winner and the punishment for the loser. So they play these games, and beforehand they decide... By the way, there's punishment for the loser. Over an eight-day period? This is not in North... Is this a Hanukkah tradition I don't know about? This is not in North Korea. The games include talk but don't answer, <laughs> give but don't receive, <laughs> straw in the mouth, oh, three feet, or stolen kisses. This is... This sounds like it would be in North Korea. Those all sound like torture games. Well, stolen kisses sounds very like, you know, you're having some sort of rendezvous. Is this um, in... Cuba, Colombia, Malaysia, or Estonia? I have no point of reference other than a good friend of mine is Colombian, and I feel like I would have heard about straw in the mouth, but maybe not. So I'm going to eliminate Colombia. Because you have given me, what did you say, Colombia, Malaysia, Estonia, and... Cuba. Because you have given me two... Latin origin countries i'm gonna think that maybe i'm going on my i'm going on my thought of um how i write uh exams i don't know cuba okay when i said give me your thought process you didn't want that one (laughs) maybe maybe abridged would be good the answer is columbia oh angie you did not teach me about straw in the mouth does angie listen no okay there you go but people who know Angie listen. So if you know my friend Angie, whose family is Colombian, and um, you listen to this podcast, please message her and ask her why she did not teach us about straw in the mouth. Okay. So next, um, in this country, traditions revolve around predictions for the future. Apples are always cut crosswise. If a perfect star appears in the core, the next year will be successful. A distorted star means a bad year or illness. Or a bad apple. While a cross may suggest death. No. Took a dark turn here. Girls throw shoes over their shoulders. If the toes point toward the door, the girl will get married soon. Can I throw my shoe and see what happens? Peru, Ireland, the Czech Republic, or Jamaica. This sounds like something that Irish people would do. Love you, my Irish people. Also, by the way, the tradition of putting candles in the window, Ireland. Um, all right, Ireland. I'm going with Ireland. The answer is the Czech Republic. I was doing so well. You were. Gifts are surreptitiously placed under the Christmas tree, um, usually just before or during dinner. Children have to wait for the ringing of a Christmas bell, <laughs> uh, which is the sign that, that baby Jesus has just passed by to run to get the presents. Where's he, 
pass, he flew overhead like Santa? I think so, yes. There's a lot of uh, interesting crossing over between um, baby Jesus and Santa in, as I was researching some of these. By the way, I did research. This does not come from my tremendous uh, storehouse of global knowledge. I did research this online, and so this quiz is only as good as the Internet, which, of course, usually proves to be extremely reliable. Is it a BuzzFeed quiz? It is not. Okay. Well, it's should a little be. bit more reliable, though. It should be. Okay. Next. BuzzFeed's never going to sponsor us. In this country, after Christmas dinner, families are visited by the star man who asks the children religious questions and then gives them small gifts. What if they get the questions wrong? He, he gives them straw in the mouth. Yes. Is it Greenland, Australia, Poland, or Uganda? That's Poland. Well, how do you know the that? Because star you like mentioned Starman. Somebody yes. that's coming. For, no, no, no. I mentioned Starboy, but Starman I've never heard of. But okay, Poland. I think Starman was a really interesting uh, science fiction movie in the eighties. No, I'm pretty sure it was like. Wasn't it like a Davy Bowie? A Davy. Sorry, we were a little familiar. <laughs> David Bowie song. Davy Bowie. <laughs> <laughs> that's going on the blooper reel. We're not having a blooper reel. No, it is Poland. Uh, that is that you said yes. Poland, right? Yep. Yes. Yep. Yep. In many homes in Poland, an extra place setting is set, which I actually think that's a cool tradition. The empty setting is symbolically left at the table for a lonely wanderer who may just be in need of food. An angel or the baby Jesus. Baby Jesus can't eat solid food yet. Well, he should have, it it can't be a seat. It needs to be like a baby seat, right? He got a high chair. Like a high chair. Got a high chair out for the baby Jesus. Okay, next. Oh, I like this one. Part of this uh, country's winter uh, folklore is a character called Dead Morose. <laughs> nope. <laughs> no, it's D-E-D, not dead uh, like okay, dead. Got it. Whose name means Grandfather Frost. Okay. Who, with his young blonde granddaughter assistant, brings gifts to well-mannered children. Assistant. Is it Denmark, Indonesia, Lebanon, or Russia? It's the... Mm, Father Frost sounds like something that would happen in Denmark. Close. It is Russia. Oh, that was my second now, guess. Grandfather Frost predates Santa Claus, and he does not travel down chimneys. He comes instead to the front door and knocks. Well, because he's civilized. Well, that's, yes. He's also dressed all in blue. Super interesting how that tradition seems to have developed concurrent to Santa Claus. Or maybe part of Santa Claus comes from Grandfather Frost. I don't know. Next. In this country, just before Christmas festivities begin, people usually take a Christmas sauna. Oh, it's something Is it Nordic. Canada, Northern Ireland, Finland, or Australia? It's Finland. Finland. This tradition is very old. Unlike on normal days where one would go to the sauna in the evening, on Christmas Eve it is done before sunset. And then they probably run and jump in the snow. This tradition is based on a pre-20th century belief that the spirits of the dead return and have a sauna at the usual sauna hours. And so... The, so you don't, wanna, you don't want to interrupt the, the dead spirit sauna? No, that's sauna? right. They, they pre-booked it months in they advance. They made a reservation like KFC Just like at Japan. KFC, yep. Got it, good. <laughs> Next. In this country, an old superstition calls for the feeding of the house gnome on Christmas Eve with a small bowl of porridge. If a bowl of porridge is not laid out for the house gnome, somewhere in or outside the house, he will bring bad luck to everyone in the house next year. This is, this is, is that in Turkey, Liechtenstein, Sweden, or Myanmar? Okay, well, listen, in Sweden, they have, they have farm gnomes, and they're called tumtins, and they're like this cross between a leprechaun and an elf, and they make the mischief. So I'm, I'm going to go with Sweden. But you I'm not are correct. Yes. It's, what, how do you say it? 
Tumten, T-O-M-T-E-N. So uh, it says here, the modern Tumten nowadays is a version of Santa Claus in red cloth and white beard, except that he does not not enter the house through the chimney, but knocks on the door. See, all the other Santas are polite and asks, are there any nice children here? (laughs) I wonder how many So that I may eat them. Right? Yes. Also, the feeding of the house gnome made me think that we were feeding on the house gnome. But yes, no, that's that's a Tumten. You can call them Tumptis if you like. All right, and here's the last one. And this one's interesting to me because, again, uh, this is in more than just this one country that I'm going to give you. Children of the country uh, do not write uh, letters to Santa Claus. They requite... Children in this country do not write letters to Santa Claus. They write request letters to baby Jesus. Is this in Puerto Rico, El Salvador, Venezuela, or France? Hmm. Now, I said that this happens in other countries as well, but it only happens in one of the countries on this list. Um, France, because it's the only one that's different than the ones on your list. It is El Salvador. Oh, sorry, France. Sorry, El Salvador. And interesting, in El Salvador, children celebrate Christmas by playing with firecrackers, fountains, such as uh, firecrackers called little volcanoes and sparklers. Teenagers and young adults display bigger fireworks or Roman candles. This seems like a bad choice. It seems very dangerous. So why didn't you ask me about La Bufana, the Christmas witch from oh, Italy? Oh, because that, you would have known that. But tell us about the Christmas witch. I don't, that's all I know is her name is La Bufana and she's a Christmas witch. Um, and then also um, one of my favorite Swedish traditions is the Yule Buck, which is the Christmas goat. So Santa comes with a goat. I actually did. I did see the Christmas goat, and I I love the phrase Christmas goat. Yeah. Not reindeers, Christmas goats. What about the Christmas goat? Any any interesting info there? We have to leave things out to feed him, or he gets all funky with the tombstone. I don't know. I don't really know. I just know that there's a old buck, and I love him. Getting funky with the (laughs) tombstone. My next Ralph album. Oh, goodness. Well, that's our little Christmas quiz. I hope that you did well. We will return to you before or on um, New Year's Day to do our wrap-up of the year. We're very happy that this year brought us this little podcast. Now, the circumstances were through this really um, atrocious pandemic that's having very serious um, consequences and will for years, I'm sure. But one good thing that came out of it is that you have invited us into your home. So thanks. And we've made some really good friends over at Imagineville Podcast Network. So check out those shows. That's I-M-A-G-N-V-I-L-L-E, Imagineville Podcast Network. Thanks for welcoming us in, like Josh said, and thanks for listening. And we hope you have a very happy holiday, however you celebrate with your family and friends in safe and responsible ways. So our theme music is by Andrew Wilson, my wonderful son, who's actually a very talented musician. But to take us out today, I'm going to play a song that has turned into one of my favorite Christmas songs. It is by Travis Atria and Michael Clater, two wonderful musicians here in Gainesville. Check them out if you've never heard of them. And the song is a special little Christmas tune called All I Want for Christmas is Christmas This Christmas. Happy Holidays. The Christmas gifts underneath a Christmas tree. But Christmas isn't Christmas if you're not here with me. Singing Christmas songs underneath the Christmas lights after eating Christmas dinner.
Christmas night. Let's put the Christmas back in Christmas, 'cause Christmas only comes but once a Christmas. There's only one thing on my Christmas list this year.